it's JT, and I'm excited because I've just booked my flights and I'm coming to a city near you. I will be in Poland and Germany in July. Then I'll be in the UK and Scotland in August. Then I'll be making the trip over to the United States and Canada for September. If you would like a Bulletproof for BJJ seminar, contact us. Email jt at bulletproofforbjj.com and book your seminar today. Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. I am JT and I'm the brains of this operation. And I'm Joey, I'm the muscle. (laughs) (laughs) The humor, but say what you say. Let's talk about it, guys. The best gi I ever had. Over time, you know, the gi gets less popular, but I remember the first gi I ever bought. Wait, does the gi get less popular? I don't know. Maybe it's just no gi gets more popular. Right, yeah. But I believe that most people when they do jiu-jitsu, they will buy a gi or two. They probably buy a terrible one, but they might buy a really good one. And, or they buy one that just lasts. You're like, wow, I still got it. Still going. Getting the mileage out of it. There's nothing worse than paying a bunch of money and having the product kind of fall apart on you. Yeah, that's not cool. No, nah, and it might be neglect on your and behalf. And guys, too. today we're going to be calling out some of the big players in the gi manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> Revealed. Yeah. Sprung. But maybe if they want to sponsor us, we'll hold back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll change our stance. Yeah. Because that's what we can do as podcasters. <laughs> What's so, your favourite gi? Okay, so actually my favourite gi of all time is the MA1 lightweight gi. Ah. It's the cheapest. It's actually cost me 90 bucks. I have two of them. I have a white one and a black one. Yep. They're six years old now. Still strong. Didn't tear, didn't fuck up, dry in about six hours. You wash them, provided it's not raining and terribly humid outside, they are dry in a day. Wow. If you wore it in the morning, you chuck it in the wash, it'll be ready for night class. Wow. That's what I'm talking about, people. That's functional right there. That's huge. You can't and, beat that kind of convenience. And it's been thrashed. I've thrashed both of them. You gave me one back in the day. You gave I me did. a black one, which is up here at the in our it's like one of our trial geese, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's solid. It lasts. It's always been solid and it's good shape. And look, I'm not, you know, I'm not sponsored by MA one. I did work not for yet. them for well, I'll have a chat to Simon Carson. At a point in time, I worked for the company. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll wear their merch, see how it goes. Their merchandise is actually quite good. Right. And what can I say? It lasts, it dries quick, it does the job. And yeah, I've paid triple the cost for geese that kind of fucked out. Yeah. They do Craig Jones stuff, don't they? They do. Craig Jones, Lockie Giles, shout out, Absolute MMA, all the equipment for uh, Absolute and many other gyms is supplied by... MA1 uh, combat. Okay. And so, they, yeah, they do, they do good gear. Where's it come from? Like is it an Aussie brand? Uh, it is an Australian brand. It is manufactured overseas. They're all manufactured overseas, aren't they? They, they are. But, but it's an Aussie brand. It is an Aussie brand. And, okay. And they do what they can to support small clubs. Yeah. So, you know, they do a bunch of stuff, which, is, which I think is really cool. That's cool. And the founder of that company is Simon Carson, who is, I think he's a black, he could be a black belt now, who is also a legit boxer and MMA Dude. Right on. Yeah. My favorite gi is not actually like, I didn't put it on, I don't put it on every time and be like, oh, this is my favorite gi. 
Okay. But just when I look back, I'm like, damn, that's been a good gi. Whole time. Is the very first Alliance gi that I bought from Adam that was made by Storm. Ah, Storm. Yeah, Storm make a great gi. I've fucking worn this thing for like since I started with him. Yeah. And it's still pristine. Wow. And like, I mean, I, I don't, I haven't trained a huge volume in recent years, but fuck, it's been through some wars and mm. it actually, it just shows absolutely not like the shape is good. It's the same thing. It's lightweight. So it dries super quick. Mm-hmm. Not great for competition because it's easy to get grips on. Like you grab that lapel and you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm never letting go of that. That's the only <laughs> downside to a lightweight gear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. Like that same thing. You're like, fuck, this thing is practical. Yes. And I'm just, I'm blown away that it hasn't torn. Yeah. Well, that's man. Yes, I mean, Storm Kimono is very reputable. And I think the thing is out there, if you haven't bought a gi or maybe you've got a gi because your gym sells them and you want a second one, it is worthwhile to read reviews because some cuts of gi are better than others for people. Yeah, depending so, on your body shape. Depending and- on your body. Like I'm a, I'm a chunky human, so I kind of need like an A2 thick. <laughs> <laughs> I, need a, I need like an A3 but have it tailored so it's a bit shorter. But, you know, I, if it's a boxier cut, there's that. Like a show your roll actually suits a skinny human. Right. Like show your rolls are made for lightweight humans. Whereas like Storm Kimonos are actually known for having a longer skirt. Ah, um, is that right? Yeah. I do have a show your roll and I like it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's been a real nice gear, but it's not something I've worn a lot. No. Because it cost me a million dollars. <laughs> it does cost too much money. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, they've, they've incorporated those, those very profitable elements of fashion, which is – oh, here's a gi you can't wear in comp, but just buy it because it, it looks cool. And I mean, you know, whatever. It's like... Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun and you're like, hey, this is a sport that I'm doing and I want to be able to wear some cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, I can get around it. This is not even a plug, but I love the style of the scramble gis that we got. Yeah. I got the dark blue They're and cool. you got... Is it I the, the, you I got got the, the lighter, lighter blue? blue. Yeah, is it the, the yellow Mak- font? Makoto, I think, is the, is, the, is the style. Totally not competition like approved at all. No. But it's a slick fucking gi. It's a great gi. Beautiful fabric, like nice cut. Yeah, and they always do good design things. Yeah. That's the thing I like about Scramble. It is cool because they put some effort. Shout out to our boy in Japan, Billy Scramble. Billy Scramble. He just had a uh, – was it an MMA fight or was it a no-gi grap- like no match in like an a, octagon? A, a super fight, yeah. Yeah, okay. Didn't come off – he came off second best. Yes. But good on you, bro. Yeah, man. He got in the arena. Billy's a legend and he does some design work for Scramble. And yeah, it's cool. I think that that's the thing. You've got to find the thing that not only does it do what you like, but when you put it on, you're like, oh, yeah, putting on my, my badass gear. You know, you feel like you're, you feel good in it. I think that's the main thing. And you don't have to spend a bunch of money to do that. And I think that's the cool thing now. Mate, the first gear I ever bought from Peter DeBean. Shout out, Pete. Hope you're well. Mate, $320 for a Corral MKM. Oh, my God. This, like, like mid-2000s? No, this is my first ever gi in 2008. That is like astronomical Extortionary prices. Extortionary because he was the only one and he said, Chief, yeah, he didn't call me Chief at this time, Kettlebells, it's the best gi you'll ever buy. I still have it. It still exists. Wow. It's got all my OG patches on it, Peter DeBean patches, Daniel Cherubin patches. Like a NASCAR driver. Mate, it's covered in patches, (laughs) like stickers. Like you see them real beat up old cars with heaps of bumper stickers all over it. It's kind of like that. But I still have it. I don't wear it. I just have it there because I'm like, I paid so much money for that. (laughs) That's antique. My son will use that. (laughs) I'm keeping that. 
<laughs> it was crazy. And it, it is a good gi and Coral, you know, K-O-R-A-L. Say Coral, that Coral gi, but I believe it's Coral. Um, <laughs> I remember a guy at one of when I was back training jits in the day talking about his, uh, his favourite gi was his Gaminas. <laughs> oh, I've got the Gaminas gi, I love it. And someone's like, oh, Gaminas. And they're like, do you mean Gameness? <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, I thought it was Gaminas. <laughs> <laughs> my shoy O-roll. Yeah, yeah. Got my shoy O-roll. Australians Gaminas. Are so- he was a <laughs> – I think he might have had a bit of Macedonian background. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Different pronunciation. Right. Different cultures. Right. It is what it is. Um, my first gear – here's a cautionary tale for, for anyone listening. My first gear, which is an iconic gear for me too, mm. was a black uh, Atama. Atama gear. A3. Whoa. Little Joey coming in at like a, a ripe 75 <laughs> kilogram. Coach is like, yeah, no, this is the one you need. Buy this. And I was like, great. Yeah, and I never grew And I look back at these photos of me and white belt comps and shit and I'm just swimming in this black fabric. <laughs> you know, and it, it served me well for a long time until I realized, hang on a second, this gear is like way too fucking big. Way too big. Um, but I think I wore it like up till purple belt wow. at least. That gear is now here in the Jungle Brothers gym used oh. for pull-ups. Right, yeah, because we, we have a cut box it in of, half. Yeah, sawn off bits of old mangled gi, which you used to sling over the bar to do pull-ups. Yeah, it's hard. So, gi. like, I'm, you know, I put it on actually when we did our first bulletproof shoot. We did, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I'm glad that it still lives on. Yeah, it's still there, man. Just quick reference to Atamagis. Shout out Sunny Mun. Sunny for a birthday gift bought me this beautiful white Atamagi. It was one of the most pristine things I'd ever seen. I was like, wow, this is legit Japanese. Like expensive, super nice weave. Fuck, amazing. My mum did me a mad favour of washing it for me oh, no. on, on hot. Oh, no. And then put it in the dryer. Savage. It, even Sunny couldn't wear it. <laughs> like it shrunk, shrunk the fuck so out of it. small. It went smaller than A0. And all the rubber in the um, like all the the, lapel. lapel like bunched up and it was like a dress. Oh. It's like a little weird dress skirt like top thing. Oh. I couldn't even put it on. I never wore it. And I tried to like go, uh, and like I didn't want to be rude to my mum because she's trying to do me. She's like, don't wear it just yet. Wash it first. You don't want to get trench armpit or whatever. <laughs> you don't want the chemicals from production getting on you. And then it was unwearable. Oh, that's so tragic. Bro. Yeah. Sunny upset? Sunny was disappointed. Yeah. I think she was probably more disappointed that she couldn't wear it. <laughs> I think she would have loved it when you buy a gift for someone but you actually want to use it yourself. But, uh, yeah, she was a bit disappointed. But here's the thing. Don't put your ghee in the dryer, people, for longevity. Just saying. Yeah, but what about this as a, as a logistical thing? Oh, you, you're traveling, you're backpacking, you're in Brazil or I you're know, in, you're in yeah, yeah. And, and you go to the laundrette. Of course. And you're like, hey, can you, you, know, can you, can you clean my shit? That all goes in the dryer, doesn't it? Well, maybe. But that's where you've got to have a think. You need to have access to a washing machine. You should have more than one gear. That's what I'm saying. Some people just do no gear. Yeah. When people travel, it's easier to do no gear, right? But how's this? My first trip to Brazil, it was so humid. I mean, we're there in June, July, whatever. Our geese went moldy in the cupboard dry. Oh, wow. I lost a gee to mold because Big Tom, Big Polish Tom said, oh, no, no it put it in the dryer. It'll kill the mold. And where the mold was disintegrated. It ate, like we put it in the dryer oh. and it just it killed the mold. But then wherever the mold was on the gee, it just went, got, it just disappeared. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
So it was just like, man, lesson learned. Fucking streets of Brazil are dangerous, bro. <laughs> Covers of Brazil. Covers <laughs> <laughs> fuck your gear up. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like I, I think you can only have a gear for a long time if you, in my opinion, cold, cold wash and just hang dry that thing. Drip dry. Don't that's, that's a good topic for another episode is uh, yeah, like g- ultimate g- gear maintenance. Gear maintenance so you get some longevity out of that bad boy. Fam, thank you for listening today. Hey, if you want to support us, you can jump on our program. It'll support us, but it'll also help you to get super strong and flexible for jiu-jitsu. Go to bulletproofofbjj.com. And if you're not interested in doing that and you're like, man, I'm already on the training vibe. I just love what you guys do. You could sponsor us on Patreon. Oh, yeah. And you could be paying for JT's next cup of tea. Oh, that, I would appreciate that. We love you guys. See you next time. Oof.